0: This is Patria del Corre, an original play adapted for a podcast, written and directed by Alana Corgan. I'm your host and producer, Sophie Gentle. Patria del Corre is brought to you by 90.5 KCSU. Previously on Patria del Corre, Sergio adapts to having his nephew live with him, and the transition doesn't go as well as planned. In addition, Sergio confronts his own feelings for his best friend and business partner Nico, who confesses love for him. Before either can acknowledge their feelings, they discover that Valentino has run away.
1: I thought you'd be asleep. I couldn't sleep. You were missing. I wasn't missing. Well, I'm glad that you told me. I didn't think it would be this late so you thought you could sneak back in. I'm not sneaking. Of course you're not. People who sneak in know they've done something wrong, and you're looking pretty innocent to me. I wasn't doing anything wrong, Uncle. Where the hell were you? I know you weren't with Gianni. Nowhere. Really? You expect me to believe that you were nowhere all goddamn day? Sure. Why weren't you at school? Do I have to tell you? Yes, you do, actually. I had something else to do that I wanted to do. I didn't feel like going today. Is that good enough for you? No, it's not, actually. Then I don't know what to tell you. Well, think of something. I was out, but I'm fine. See, not a scratch. Are you drunk? I wish. Don't be smart. Tell me. No, I'm not. Are you lying to me, Valentino? No. Are you high? Am I high? Drugs, Val. Are you on drugs right now? And if I am? Tell me right now. No, I'm not on drugs. I'm going to bed. Like hell. Where have you been all day? You weren't at school. You weren't here. Nowhere in town. No one's seen you. I don't have to do everything you tell me to do. Yes, you do. As long as you live with me in my house. Then I'll leave. Oh, don't be so dramatic. I'm going to bed. Val! Wait! Let go of me! Val. It's none of your business. I would like to know. I just want to make sure you're safe. That's all. Why did you think that I was on drugs? I read that LGBTQ teens are more likely to experiment with drugs if they're rejected by their families. What? Something to that effect. But you were gone all day. No note or phone call from you. Nothing. You just disappeared on me. And when people just disappear like that, it usually means... Drugs. Uncle, I promise it wasn't that. Will you please tell me now? It's stupid. I doubt it. Nothing even happened. Were you meeting someone? Are you... Dating someone? No. Because if you're with someone, I would love to meet him. Any friend of yours is a friend of mine. I took the ferry out to Piccolo-Curo. piccolo What the hell were you- Oh. Yeah. I went to go see my family. I, I wanted to see them, j- just to just visit for, for a little bit. You went to see your father? Yes. What did he have to say? Nothing. What, was he not home? No, he was. He just didn't want to talk to me. What? I mean, I knocked. He opened the door, I said hi, and then he just slammed it shut. I knocked again and again, but he never came out. Where was your mother? I don't know. Out, I guess. So you were at Piccolocuro all day? Just for a bit. Then I got back on the ferry around noon and came back. I went to the beach. The beach? But I checked there. I didn't see you. I saw you. Val, really? I didn't want to hide from you. I, I just... Didn't want you to see me. Wanted to be alone for a bit. Were your sisters home? They were, but Dad told them not to open the door or look at me. He didn't say that. Yeah, he did. Do not open that door to that boy, you two. I mean it. He doesn't yell that badly. Well, he did today. That's it? What's that supposed to mean? Yes, that's it. There's nothing else for you to know because I don't even know what's it. I know that this has been a difficult adjustment for you, but you can't just leave and not tell me where you're going. You can't just run off like that, especially if you're trying to go to the islands. I already did, and, and nothing happened. I mean it, Valentino. I have to know where you go. No, you don't. Because you're not my mom, and you're really not my dad. I'm really not. But I am your uncle, and you are living with me for now. For now? For fucking now? I don't have anywhere else to go, Uncle. This isn't some fun vacation for me. This is a permanent fucking residence. I have nowhere else to go. Valentino Ignatius Sergio Fanucci. Forget it. I'm going to bed. Wait, Val. Wait a moment. Would you come back down here, please? Val, please. Let me get a look at you. Uncle, come on. No, no. I need to get a look at you. Wow. Just look at you. I'm not five anymore. An Italian with a Roman nose? What are we, stereotypes? It's not funny anymore, uncle. Your mother's eyebrows never suited her, but on you, a true Italian man, a true Fanucci, if I ever saw one. Another boy in our little group. Sio, stai diventando un Mio ragazzo. Si? Dove va il tempo? No? No. Mio ragazzo. I'm not anyone's boy. I don't have anyone. My father hates me. Anna and Carla think I ran away. You only took me in because you think that you have some moral obligation. Because you don't have any real kids. That's not why I took you in. You never cared about me until it was convenient. Until you thought it would look good on you to take in your faggy nephew. You are not a faggot, Val. You don't understand anything, Uncle. You don't get me, your friends, your workers, and, and no one wants to be around you. You think that you can just talk to me like I'm a toddler again. And pretend that you care and that you want us to be friends. But you're such a lonely and selfish guy. Nobody wants to be your friend or your family, especially me. Val. Val, come here. What? Just for a moment, come here. Why why doesn't my father love me? I wish to God you could have been my son, flesh and blood. Why doesn't he love me anymore? I don't know. What did I do? Nothing. I'm sorry. Non esserlo. Mio ragazzo. Va bene. Sono qui. Salve.
2: May I come in? Did he come home? Good. Is he alright? Are you alright? What's wrong? Gio, what's wrong? (laughs) Don't cry. Don't cry. It's okay. I just wanted to come and check on you. You didn't call. I was worried. I didn't want you to think that I had just abandoned you after last night after everything. But I was worried, and I couldn't just show up. I felt when you came home. I guess I thought Val would eventually come home and you two would have things to talk about. And I'm not really one to discipline teenagers, but neither are you, hmm? He went to go see his father. What?
1: He skipped school to take the ferry back to piccolo There was no Gianni. He tried to visit his father.
2: Not good? No. Poor Val.
1: He just... He locked the boy out of the house. Who does that to their child? Who would just lock them out of the house when they're trying to visit? Val didn't want anything. He just wanted to see them and visit.
2: I don't know, Gio.
1: And Gabriela is my little brother. He never showed this kind of cruelty. He never locked people out. Never. Not even as a joke. And Val, his son, Gabriella was so excited to have a son. I just don't understand how he became so bitter. Did I do something? Was I not good enough, Nico? Was it. was it that I wasn't a good man figure in his life? Did I ruin my brother?
2: No, you you didn't do anything.
1: I was always so cold towards him. I never talked to him or spent time with him. I didn't do any of the right things. You were young. So is Val. Am I setting him up to be a cold man?
2: Val won't be cold.
1: But if he is, it's my fault.
2: It's not, Gio. For God's sake, it's not. Val is going to be fine. I don't know how much I need to tell you that you need to calm down and just think for a fucking second that not every bad thing that happens around you is somehow your fault. He ran away from me. He ran away from his father. If Gabriella had let him come in,
1: do you think Val would have stayed?
2: Probably. Don't look at me like that. You know I'm right. Anyone would have gone back home.
1: My cold brother and his cold wife. His mother
2: didn't protest at all.
1: She let Gabriella do whatever he wanted. She didn't even hug
2: him goodbye. I don't know what you want me to say about all this. It's unfair. It is. I'm not disagreeing with you, Gio. But at some point you need to say my brother and his family are terrible people and move on.
1: Keep your voice down. Val is still asleep. Say it. You want me to say my family is terrible? But mean it. Gabriella is an asshole. Say it again. My brother is an asshole. Louder. My brother Gabriella is an asshole.
2: Better, see?
1: I feel ridiculous.
2: You look better. Well, I feel
1: stupid. Shouting in my kitchen.
2: I'll make you a coffee. Oh, that's probably not. I'm making you an espresso. Maybe just one. Did you sleep at all last night? A little. I felt a little wound up. And Val? Checked on him an hour ago. He was asleep. Did you get any rest, Gio? I slept
1: on the couch, where I could see the door.
2: Might as well just sleep in front of his room, Gio. Nico. I don't think he'll try again, if you understand what I'm saying. See. Si. Here.
1: Thanks. What are you doing?
2: Drinking my coffee.
1: Right next to me?
2: Would you rather I drink it on the roof?
1: No. I just mean you usually sit across from me.
2: I just want to look at you. Look at me? See. Today? I thought I would change it a little. Are you uncomfortable? No. Aloy.
1: Are we not going to talk about last night? Do you want to? Yes.
2: Do you regret it? No. Olori.
1: I think we should at least acknowledge it. A little. Why would we? Because we kissed, Nico. You said you loved me.
2: We did. I do.
1: You still love me? Yes. So what does that mean for us?
2: I still love you. Even after I saw how you kept your espresso machine.
1: But. We're not dating. I mean, do you want to date? Is that what this is?
2: We often have coffee together in the mornings. This is just us.
1: With you next to me?
2: Yes, well, at this point, I don't think we would really need to.
1: I told you, we're not old.
2: No, but we were already somewhat married.
1: I don't think that I could fold your clothes the same way as Helena.
2: I'm not asking you to. But I do like you very much. And I'd like us to see each other, outside of everything. I
1: can't cook veal like you. I can't cook for you.
2: Oh, I know. I've seen you try.
1: And yet, you still love me.
2: You're my favorite. You're my favorite, Nico. By far, the best. And, you know, I can't just sit next to you and look at you and and love you and not kiss you.
1: I want you to. Panciono. Bon
2: Val, good morning. You look well. So do you. Val, how are you? Uh, better?
1: See, si, zio. Bene, bene. Uh, breakfast? Maybe later.
2: I'm glad that you're back, Val. It's good to see you're home safe.
1: I'm sorry I scared you. Both of you.
2: Well, thank you. Just call, you know?
1: See, Si, si Loso. Sit down, Val. I already called the school. You're not going in today. Okay. I thought you could use some rest today. Being up late? Right.
2: Well, it's been good seeing you. Gio. I'll leave you to it. What? You're going? You're both tired. Probably have a lot to talk about.
1: No. Stay. You're already here. I don't mind. See, Val doesn't mind. Okay. I'm going to change. I'll be right back.
2: What? Now you're leaving? I look like a bum. No, you don't. You look very nice.
1: You're a liar.
2: Stay here with us. Change later.
1: Fine.
2: Fine. How are you, Val? I'm
1: fine. Just fine? You would know, Uncle.
2: I didn't mean to- It's
1: fine, Nico.
2: I'm happy you're here, Val, despite the circumstances. I am too. I don't mean that in a mean way. No, of course not. But I just want to say that given the circumstances, I'm glad you're here with us. And that you're safe here with us.
1: No, I understand what you meant. And I think. Yes, Nico.
2: Thank you. Grazie mille. Prego mille.
1: Are you two. dating?
2: I guess that we are. Right, Gio? I think so.
1: Didn't. you have a wife, Nico?
2: Yes, but I also love your uncle.
1: All right, we've established that we're in love. Why don't we just move on?
2: It's sweet, uncle. It is sweet
1: Breakfast Who's hungry? Why don't I make something for everyone? No, thank you Not now Fine, I'll cook for myself You two, uh, talk or something But not about me
2: Nico Can I ask you something? Sekiro
1: When did you realize that you were Not straight?
2: Like, did I have a revelation, you mean? It wasn't exactly a single moment that hit me suddenly, but sort of a series of moments. I enjoyed the company of men and women. While we were in Capri, I thought Gio was one of the most handsome and charming men I'd ever met, and I used to get jealous when other people would talk to him, especially those I felt better looking than me. You did? I did, but then I met Helen and fell hell over heels. She was so pretty and witty and could just... Helen could have a conversation with anybody about anything. She was fun to be with, so I married her. Three years later, when she died, I felt that same fondness for Sergio. And I dated a little, but I never felt like myself around them, only with Gio.
1: Wow. I found out when I kissed Nico. You had other moments. That was the big one. Uncle bought me Vet Barbie for my fifth birthday because another girl in my class had one, and I wanted one too. I think that was my first moment. I got a lot of shit for that. (laughs) Everyone made fun of me at the party. Oh, Sergio, it's Valentino, not Valentina. God, I was annoyed. Mom made me give it to Carla when she was born. I was pissed. I'm sure she takes good care of it. As if.
2: Don't be snarky about your sisters. I wish I had had siblings growing up.
1: You just had your three million cousins around the city to keep you company. It's not the same. Sometimes I wish that I was an only child. Well, no. Val, no. I just mean that. I wish that I had a different sibling. I don't mean that I wish your father was never born. I just mean that- It's okay. I know you think that my dad's an asshole. <laughs> no! I heard you. This house is spacious, but... Sound carries well. You heard me? Let's see. Did I wake you up? Oh god, mi scusi. What a way to wake up. I'm sorry. Can I shout it? What? what? I'd like to shout it too.
2: I think that's a good idea.
1: Vai avanti. Feel free. Val yell it as loud as you want. My father is an asshole. Si, salve.
3: Dad. So this is what you're up to with him? What are you doing here? I was on my way to work. But instead I found my feet taking me here. To Napoli. Ciao, Gabriele. Ciao, Nico. Do you even remember me? I remember you. You own half the vineyard.
2: Si, I remember you. Of course you do. You're the man who kicked his own
3: son out. I didn't kick him out. Dad, why are you here? I came here to tell you to watch Valentino a little fucking better. What the hell are you talking about?
1: Dad, I didn't mean to make you mad.
3: Val, shush. You don't
2: have to talk to him.
3: Gabriella, what do you mean? Tell him that he can't show up and upset his sisters like that. I had a colleague over. It was embarrassing. Then tell it to my face. I can't just have him crashing in at my house. I have a life. Then fucking act like it. I have a duty to other people. So do we, you incompetent bastard. Pouring wine and looking at grapes all day is not a life. How would you know? We never visited Uncle Sergio ever. You always make him come to us. And I suppose that you're enabling this behavior, no? Nico Silvestri, the man from Roma with the hot Greek wife who has all the money in the world and spends his days drinking wine, telling Sergio's nephew to develop a taste for something outside his home. Do whatever he wants. Damn the consequences. You have no right to talk to me like that in my house in front of my friends. This is not your home, Nico. This is Sergio's house. You don't belong here. He belongs with me. Anywhere I go, he goes.
1: That is home. With him.
3: You two? Really? <laughs> now I see where you got it from.
1: I didn't get it from anywhere. I just am. Why can't I just
3: be? This is from all the times you spent with him. You saw this perversion and thought it gave you permission to be like this. Well, that's not our family I'm taking you back, Valentino, a- and we're going to send you to that program, and we never have to worry about this again. We can start over. Things will just go back to the way it was before. And you change your mind just like that. He's my child. I'll do as I please with him. He's not a thing. You can't do whatever you want with him. Oh, Stasito, you faggot! Don't call him that! Valentino, get your things. We're leaving. I don't have to go anywhere with you. I'm staying. You're staying?
1: He can stay as long as he wants. And I'm your older brother. I'm going to keep him here where he feels safe. You're not good for him. And frankly, you're not good for me either.
3: Heavy words for the man who walked out on his family nearly 30 years ago, after a death. Nico, Val, go to Nico's house. I need
1: to talk to Gabriella alone. Val, wait. I wish I could give you everything you deserve, but I can't give you the world.
3: Te amo. What do you want from me? I want an explanation. If you won't let me take Valentino back, then keep him the hell away from my family. Stop him from crashing into my door and yelling.
1: And what do you expect me to do about it?
3: Did you send Valentino to my house?
1: No, I didn't. Then why was he there? What did you tell him? I didn't say anything about it to him. I never told him to go see you. I thought he was at school.
3: Well, make sure it doesn't happen again.
1: I can't watch him every minute of the day, Gabriele. If he takes the ferry to the islands, then he does, and I can't stop it.
3: You just let him run around and do whatever he wants? I do not. He doesn't even have a car. It's not like he's driving around recklessly. If I see him again at my house... You'll what, Gabriella? Lock him out again? And you would know all about that. How dare you? I was 14. I needed you. For Christ's sake, Gabriella, That was over 20 years ago. You left us. To work. Drinking limoncello on the beach all day with Nico is not a job.
1: Well, someone had to do something to support you and mom. It might as well have been me.
3: So now it's mine and mom's fault. No. I was 14.
1: I was 23. It was time I left the house and tried to
3: actually work. Dad died, and you went to Capri with Nico and left me behind. There was no way I could have brought you with me, Gabriella, And you knew that then, and you know that now. So while you were partying it up... I slept on a beach and friends' couches for two years. While you were with people, your friends, I was left with the black-draped widow, surrounded by the icons and crosses, and I had to make my own way without you. Because you never called me. Only mom.
1: Mom needed me. So did I! I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry that I was 23. I went to Naples after dad's funeral and sent you all the money I was making, ironing clothes and pouring beer for Americans and hot washing towels.
3: We needed you.
1: Everyone needs me. You were almost entirely dependent on me until Val was born. And yeah. Nico and I are together, but I never heard you complaining when I was sending you money for school and for your wedding and new uniforms for the girl. Why do
3: you like Valentino better than me? I don't like him better than you, Fratinello. Yes, you do. You like anyone better than me. Wait, are you fucking jealous of your 16-year-old son? Of course not, but anyone can see that you will love anyone better than me. How could you say that? After everything I've done for you, you really think that I don't like you? I know that you don't like me. If you liked me, then you wouldn't have left. I left to give you everything I had, and it's not like I could bring you with me.
1: You're right, you were 14, I was 23. I couldn't have taken you anywhere. I could barely support myself. I got lucky. I worked hard, so hard that my hands bled, and I starved, so I could work more. I ate the leftovers out of the dish trolley, I only had Nico. You had everyone else. You were alone, I was alone.
3: You like Valentino because you're both queer. What did you just say to me? You and Valentino are just queer. Of course you enable his behavior. You lead by example. I always knew something was wrong with you. But not wrong enough to take my money. You have torn my family apart. And you don't even care enough to actually say you're sorry. I tore your family apart? I did that?
1: Well, I'm not the one who kept getting detentions and suspensions. Who wasted all of Mom's money on shit threw their son into the street the minute he didn't meet these unreasonable expectations for a perfect family. We never had a picture-perfect life, but that doesn't mean that you can toss aside and blame Val and me for not getting everything you want. No, fucking look at me. You took my money and my sympathy and never said thank you. You practically threw poor Val out of the house and drove him away. You do whatever you want because you think that you're entitled to a lifestyle that you never got as a fucking 14 year old. But you don't care about the people who depend on you or the people who tried to help you. I don't know how you live with yourself. I'm at a loss for words. But here's reality, Gabriella. I love Valentino. And I love Nico. I'm sorry that I made you feel lonely. I really am. But it's not my fault that you can't love anyone different from you. I have nothing to say to you. No, I will say this. Get out of my house and don't bother calling me or visiting unless it's to apologize.
3: Really, Sergio? Si, esci. Allora. Adio, Sergio. Adio. I don't have anything to be sorry for.
1: Then I don't want to see you again.
3: Adio per sempre.
1: Ciao. Uncle Nico, you have to turn on something other than this in the morning. Cose <laughs> Feccio Allora.
0: Patria del Corre is written and directed by Alana Corgan, Assistant Director and Stage Manager, Taylor Baptiste. I'm your host and producer, Sophie Gentle, at 90.5 KCSU, Colorado State University's student-run radio station. Ryan Wilkie Braun played Sergio Finucci.
1: He belongs with me. Anywhere I go, he goes. That is home. With him.
0: Ryan Leibold, Valentino Finucci.
1: Are
2: you two dating?
0: Adam Isaacs, Nico Silvestri.
2: I'm glad that you're back, Val. It's good to see you home safe.
0: James Fagan, Gabriele Finucci.
3: I have a duty to other people.
0: All actors and writers were part of the Colorado State University theater program. Special thanks to producers Cam Warren, who produced episode one, Hannah Copeland, the KCSU general manager who coordinated this podcast and advised on the audio production, Sam Bonifay, the KCSU assistant music director who recorded this entire play with all actors remotely in their homes during May 2020 in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic, Matt Gassmarotti is the KCSU podcast director who helped us publish the podcast, and Anna Miser, designed our podcast art. Her supervisor is Rocky Mountain Student Media Advertising Director, Kim Blumhart. I'm your host and producer, Sophie Gentle. Share this podcast with your friends. For more student-made podcasts, visit kcsufm.com.